marathon to raise $500 million in debt to buy Bitcoin and mining machines. So Marathon Digital, one of the largest Bitcoin mining firms in the U.S., has said it wants to leverage the debt market to buy Bitcoin and mining hardware. The firm said in a statement on Monday that it tends to raise $500 million through an issuance of senior convertible notes that accrue interest payable semi-annually and will mature on December 1st, 2026. Marathon said it aims to use the net proceeds for purposes including the acquisition of Bitcoin or Bitcoin mining machines. The plan, though currently just a proposal, is the latest debt issuance effort by Bitcoin mining firms in North America that are looking for cash to pay for expenditure and equipment expansion. So for those of you who do not know who end up listening to this, Bitcoin mining rigs and like crypto mining rigs are very expensive. We're talking like a few grand a pop, right? So let's just say for simplicity, two grand a machine. Now it's probably going to be a little bit more for like decent ones, but like two grand a machine. So basically like, let's just say $250,000 or 250,000 machines that they're pretty much looking for, right? Plus, minus a few thousand, right? So, that's a lot of machines. It's going to be able to generate a lot of money. That being said, doing this in the form of debt is going to whittle down their margins pretty excessively, right? And this is the thing that a lot of people need to understand. Anytime you do something with debt, you have basically this counter force working against you pretty much constantly, right? This is the reason why you should not have a car payment. This is why if you can avoid it, to avoid a mortgage payment, this is why you should never have a credit card payment because all these debts that go against you, regardless if it's to make you more money, will in turn have like a compounding interest against you, right? And that is the strongest power in the world is compound interest, right? So this is just going to like basically exponentially increase in terms of like potential risk that these companies may have in terms of basically, let's put it this way, right? Machines lifespans are finite, right? They break down, they become less efficient. It gets harder to mine these cryptocurrencies, right? As time goes on, because it gets a little bit more complicated, which means the value of each machine will go down in value, right? They will still have to keep paying the debt in a compounding way. And who knows what's going to happen if they were to miss a payment. So there's just a lot of things when you add in debt to the mix to where does it really make much sense at this point to basically try to scale so high, try to scale so heavy by using debt that you got to pay back, right? 
And this is why we really try to push people to not have debt at all. And the reason for that is because debt is basically like a chain that is constantly dragging you down. Like, let's just do this for like very simple terms, right? Let's use like your own personal life, right? If you did not have a car payment in your life right now, how many more options available to you do you have to where you could put that money, that monthly payment, into something that is going to exponentially increase your value? A lot, right? You have the potential to basically bet on a crypto that could go like 10,000 times the value, right? You have enough margin or more options to basically start you know, saving up for a down payment for a house, but really, hopefully, something that you could just buy in cash, because again, even though the house will technically go up in value, having debt of any kind will drag you down. Imagine having basically, you know, an extra 300 to $500 a month free, right, to do whatever it is that you want to do, right? You don't even have to make a bunch of money you just have more options available to you, right? And by them doing something like this, it limits the options available to them as to what they can or cannot do. Now, they are, I believe, one of the largest Bitcoin mining firms, according to this article. And obviously, it makes sense that they would invest into more machines, right? The only thing is... It would be better if they invested into these machines in cash so that the only expenses that they actually have is electricity. And obviously, you know, salaries and all that kind of stuff, right? But they don't have this like massive debt payment that they got to pay nonstop. They could just be immediately cash flowing, right? So this can get into a pretty sticky situation if they are not careful. Okay, because this is literally a half a billion dollars. Okay, half a billion that is insane. So it also comes just a month after Marathon said it obtained a 100 million dollar revolving line of credit from Silvergate Bank secured by as a Bitcoin in USD. So basically, they have pretty much kind of like a blank check of $100 million, right? They could basically keep borrowing $100 million constantly, right? And they're basically holding their cash and their Bitcoin basically as collateral. So this gets, like, this gets into such a sticky situation. So publicly listed North American Bitcoin mining companies such as Marathon, Riot, Bitfarms, Hut8, and Argo have all adopted the strategy of holding almost all the Bitcoins they mined year-to-date instead of liquidating for capital expenditure. So the block reported previously that as of Q3, just six large Bitcoin mining firms in North America alone were holding over 20,000 Bitcoin well worth 
$1 billion at the time, and they kept adding their October monthly production to the balance. So London-listed Argo, which became public on Nasdaq this year, also announced a proposed public debt offering last week, hoping to raise $57 million for the build-out of its Texas facility. So Marathon is currently the largest Bitcoin holder among the North American public Bitcoin mining companies, and it's said that as of the end of October, it holds about 7,453 Bitcoin, $490 million, including 4,812 Bitcoin, or $317 million it purchased from the market. The remaining amount all came from its mining operations. Now, the funny thing about this, right? Imagine if like, you're one of those people who just like randomly buy into Bitcoin early on, and you just happen to be holding like 7,500 Bitcoin. You have over $500 million. Just think about how crazy that actually is, right? So technically, you could be richer than a massive Bitcoin mining company. <laughs> That's crazy when you really think about it. So feel free to give your thoughts about Bitcoin, Bitcoin mining rigs, all that kind of stuff, right? And in terms of like holding off, like this kind of makes more sense as to why they're going down the debt route. Because basically from what I could see from this article, briefly talking about it, is that basically they're trying to game the system in a sense where they're trying to mine basically as much Bitcoin as they possibly can at the earliest amount of time that they can, right? Because they're basically banking on their predictions that Bitcoin will eventually get to, you know, the $1 million price point per coin, right? Because if they were to, like, basically not sell any of their coins now to basically pay the difference, potentially they could end up having a massive return by the whatever time frame it is when they actually end up having to pay off the loan, right? And the thing is, if they continuously keep making more and more, uh, if there's if there's more and more money available to them, right, through the lines of basically endless amounts of credit, they can pretty much just move things here and there, here and there, here and there, until eventually they end up selling their coins to pay off their debt, to end up basically like profiting potentially unknown amounts of money, right? Like almost ungodly amounts of money. But that way of thinking is basically under the assumption that nothing is going to go wrong. And when you are carrying so much risk, like over a $500 million in debt, things can go wrong and things most likely will go wrong. And this is the problem when people end up doing things with debt. They never account for risk. And there's a lot of risk in doing something like this. The payoff, right, the leverage right, that they could potentially end up having is immense, but they could also basically shoot themselves in the foot. By the way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40inbox.com. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by...
our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.